In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Nice. You ready to do this shit? I am ready. Let's do this. All right. Hey, everybody. Hello. Glad we're back once again. Indeed. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Busy, busy. Yeah. I doing know. all kinds of stuff. But getting ready for some good times coming up. So, you know. Yeah. yeah I'm super excited. Excellent. Yes, yes. So this week we had your pick. Yes, we did. Rounders. 1998. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to start it with my favorite line from the movie, which is actually the very first line in the movie. And he's like, if you're sitting at the poker table and you can't tell who the sucker is within the first half hour that you're there, then you're the sucker. I just <laughs> love how he starts it with that. And it's so true. It like, I've always wanted to be a poker player. And I just don't have, first, I don't have the full, like, knowledge of the game to be able to really, truly, like, become a really good poker player but when i know that i do have a really good hand like i just can't hide it like it's it's impossible so i need to be able to practice my poker face for a while i think that's where i need to go and then learn the game maybe i don't know i enjoy playing though it's a lot of fun for me and this movie always wants to make me make that move but i also don't want to lose money you know (laughs) yeah so Wow, yeah, I just I love this movie though. It's one of my favorites and um it's just got a lot of the the, the actors that I like, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Edward Norton's one of my favorites. Me too. And Matt Damon is also one of my favorites in certain movies and and this was one that I truly enjoyed. Excellent. Yeah. All right, so it was directed by John Dahl. The budget was 12 million. Okay. And the US gross was 22 million. Nice. And then the only thing that because, you know, essentially it's just a bunch of card playing going on mm-hmm. and lots of city shots and city For strolling. Sure. So no calamity, no, no crazy yeah, craziness. Yeah. And a lot of the, the stuff I looked up online, it got so granular, like what card decks they were playing. It's like mm-hmm. bicycle and then this and then that. And, then that. and I was like, you know, wow. I mean, it didn't pique my interest enough. So it didn't get written down. But what did get written down okay. was that there are uh, some pro poker players who credit this film for getting them into the game. Okay. Who are those people? Brian Rast, uh, Havad Khan, mm-hmm. Gavin Griffin, and Dutch Boyd. Dutch Boyd is probably the only one I've heard of. I don't follow it, so I, so yeah. I don't... It's funny. I do like watching poker on television. Oh, I used to watch it all the time. I used to watch it all the time yeah. just to see all the big plays and the... the the big when when people really are putting money in just like they were doing in this movie like oh yeah some of them really go big like i played at a table in tahoe and it was like a i think it was like a 5 and 15 or something like that and but there's no way i would be able to go to like a no limit table where oh, you no. got to have some big bread or you're not going to last at all like yeah i really wish i had money like that to blow but one of the lines in the movie that Matt Damon says is he's kind of arguing with his girlfriend and he's like, why do you think of this as, as a game? He's like, it's, it's not a game. He's like, you know, why do you think the same people are in the world series of poker every year? Are they the luckiest people in the world? Like Mm -hmm. they're not, it's, it's a skill game. And, and so it's like in this movie, there's so much that I couldn't do, you know, and I know they're just acting in this, but, you know, some of these people do live their lives this way as far as, you know, they represent it show in this movie. I, I, that was actually one thing I really enjoyed about the movie. So let's just get into okay. it. So we meet Mike yep. on a on a really big night of his yeah. life. Yeah. You don't know exactly what he's doing, but he's he's collecting all of these, these stacks of cash yeah. that he's hidden a, 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 about his apartment. Yeah, yeah. $100 bill stacks. So I, I, my assumption was they were $10,000 each. Mm-hmm each one of those like bands of hundreds yeah you know you see him kind of go into this it's not super seedy but it, no. it's dark and you know you you need to know where you're at it's you like need to a, know where what it's do they at. call those um damn it i had the word right on the tip of my tongue i'll think about it like a speakeasy yeah see i love you you're so <laughs> awesome 
Yeah, you got to knock on the door. They open yeah. up the little slider. They check you out. Or there's like a this. I think there was a camera. Maybe there was one of them that did mm-hmm. that had a camera. But but yeah, they open up the sliding thing and they look at you and then they let you in. I I, I like that. And yeah. I, I've never been privy to stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. But yeah. I also yeah. So immediately we meet John Malkovich's mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. Teddy KGB. Yes. To me, he seemed he seemed kind of harmless at first because he's he just really gnawing does. on some Oreos, mm-hmm. you know, like he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually didn't even realize that he had, you know, who he was and and that it was his place. Yeah. Initially, it was like, oh, he's just the guy that does the exchange, the yeah. money and the chips, and then you know, and so he walks in. You know, Mike walks in. He goes, "I want three stacks of high society." Yeah. I have no idea what that meant, and yeah, then yeah. and then what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thirty thousand yeah. dollars worth of I chips. think it's each tray was ten thousand dollars. Holy yeah. That's a lot of bread. Yeah. I know. And the thing when he's walking and he's just kind of explaining it, and you see him in this moment where his confidence is high. Sure. He says, I've always been, you know, people consider me small time until tonight. Yeah. That's when that all changes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Mike's got some some plans. Yeah. Mike's Mike he's, Mike's got a vision. Yeah, no doubt. He's got some balls too. Like that's craziness right there. Like I would be like already sweating. That's why I would not be able to win because the minute I walk in with that money, the sweat would just start pouring from my face and body. And I, yeah, yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna eat this guy alive." Seriously. Yeah. As he's explaining things, we're also getting introductions to characters, mm-hmm. and he introduces um, John Turturro's character, yeah. Joey Kanish. Kanish, yes, and. He explains that Joey's basically, he's the type of player that he does this for a living. Mm-hmm. And so he's not going to go in there and be reckless. No. He is doing this day in, day out. Yeah, he's a grinder. Uh, yeah, I yeah. found that really impressive. And, and yeah. he sees the 30000 He's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, immediately. And I love at first how Mike tries to hide the chips. So he has his hat yeah. and he like covers the chips. So coy. Yeah. And so he's like, ooh, who are you holding those for? He's like, oh. I'm holding for you, <laughs> you know? and he's like, you should be, you know, and I, I think that was showing at that point that he was like really a true friend to him at that point, like showing oh, yeah. him and like, hey, this isn't what you should do. Like, let's get out of here. Let's go get a coffee. Like, but he was ready to make his move. And like you said, he was full of confidence and and ready to go. And, Undeterred. Yeah. No like doubt. there was no swaying him. Not at all. But he says about Kanish, he's like. He's the closest thing to a friend you could have Mm -hmm. in this kind of environment. And throughout the film, I feel like Kanish proves himself to be an actual friend. And I thought it was interesting that these judgments that Mike makes about what other people are doing and Mm -hmm. who who the significance that they are in his life is so matter of fact. Mm -hmm. The way he says it's just like, boom, that is the truth and moving on. And it's so subtle that you don't really question it. So when he introduces him that way, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, he's just some dude that you see playing poker yeah, yeah. every day. Yeah, it was years ago I worked at um, and was managing a place called Leslie Swimming Pool Supplies. Mm-hmm. One day this guy comes in and his name was Jesus Ferguson. Uh-huh. Chris Ferguson is his name. And when he walked in, I didn't recognize him. I, d- I really wasn't into poker at that point. But he wanted to buy an above ground pool. And he's like, I want the biggest one you got. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Because we got people coming in all the time. They want to do it. And then their credit would get denied. They would want to do like our credit terms. And so he was like, I want the biggest pool you got. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, just fill out this you know, credit application thingy, blah, blah, blah. This is the size of the the pool that you'll get. I think it was huge. Mm -hmm. And so um, I look at the paperwork and his profession was professional gambler. And I was like, oh, this guy is totally going to get denied. Like in my mind, it was terrible for me to think like that and judge like that. But sure as shit, he got approved. But he also made so much money. And then later I figure out who he is. And he's like super famous and very, oh, wow. very good at poker. So he, when you when he talks about how Kanish is this grinder, it kind of made me think of that in this guy. Yeah. And how he had to make himself into this thing. And maybe, you know, Kanish hasn't gotten to that level, but he, like Kanish explains at one point, he's like, I got 
alimony that I got to pay. I got rent I got to pay. I got kids I got to feed, right. you know. And, you know, some people work a nine to five to do that. Other people might do that and add something like poker into their lives. And, right. you know, some people just use poker. And that's just not me. But that's, you know, like he says, he's a grinder. And I like you say, I dig how he kind of introduces people and brings you into his whole fold of thinking. And also just the, the, the variance. You know, this is a... This is a small circle of mm-hmm. people, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't you don't have a lot of professional gamblers, right? No. I mean, in this way, yeah. So to see kind of this little microchasm, and mm-hmm. like you see, a the different levels mm-hmm. with which people are going to operate that from sure. ownership to you know someone who's a patron of this place, or, sure. or they, they're always there. For most of us, maybe you 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 if you've caught ESPN's World Series of Poker, you just think like this happens at Vegas, yeah. Well, no, no it, it happens, happens like... everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It totally does. Yeah. It happens everywhere. Back to Mike. He sits his little butt down to the big boys table. Yeah, he does. The no limit table. No limit table. Yeah. He really thinks he's got KGB. He does. He's got he's got a great hand. And that's that that there lies the problem with me and and ah. and gambling is you think you have a great hand. But again, you like he puts it into perspective a lot he's like you don't play the cards you play the person you got to know and you got to study these people and see them that's where i lose it like i see that i have the top pair on a thing and i'm like i'm not smart enough to be like oh i should check right now and let him bet and i'm just like Oh, all in. And people are like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I got this, dude. (laughs) No, I got nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But he's very confident in what he did. It was like ace nine. And then on the flop, another ace and nine show up. Oh, yeah. It looked good. Yeah. And so he was, and then the cards were just really falling in his his way. And the next couple of nines showed up. And then he was just. And I think, yeah, you're right. It's almost like he gets so enamored with his own hand that mm-hmm. he doesn't he, think of the possibility of what KGB has. Yep. And what did KGB have? He had the aces Ooh. inside pockets and then the nines on there too. And so there was the ace down. So he had the flip, the aces full mm-hmm. over nines full over aces that, uh, yeah. that Mike had. And, and Mike played it well if he would have had the, the powerful hand, you know, and yeah. went in to throw all his money in and played smart. But unfortunately, it, it wasn't it wasn't his time at that point. And the look of shock, I thought uh, he nailed that. Yeah, I mean, he was he heartbroken. Really did. I, he yeah. Think about you losing 30 grand in no. a snap of a finger. Like, OK, we both know I would not be. In <laughs> Come on. Maybe the spirit moved you. And you were like, I got this. I'm going to do this. I can be rich. I could get super money. I got 30 grand. 30 grand. I can go do this. And then a snap of the finger later. Oh, man. I don't, this movie made me think about money so much yeah. that like every time I thought about losing a thousand dollars right now mm-hmm. and i was like mm. cannot be even. Tough. yeah no 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 That'd be a tough one i don't like it yeah but that's what happens yeah and it's there's his friend you know yeah. ganesh is right there and right there just there's nothing you can really say yeah and i i like actually that they didn't show the perspective of the girlfriend yet me too and i also yeah. I, I, the way that the, this, this is one thing that I noticed about the film overall was that there is a very mellow, subdued pace. Like there's often um, a, a, some instrumental jazz going mm-hmm. on in the background. Yeah, and yeah. It has this pacing. And yet in the conversations, the conversations are really quick. Yeah. And a lot of information is passed in those conversations. Yes. And his conversation with Kanish, he, he goes, it's like a three tiered process. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'll stake you. Yeah. I'll get you back on your feet. Yeah. Is that what you need? And yeah. then it was like, no, okay, this thing. And he's like, yeah. no. And he's like, do you still have the truck? And he's like, yeah. you got it. You got it right there. Yeah. And then when they show it, it's like nine months in advance. Mm-hmm. And he's done with cards. Mm-hmm. He's completely committed to yeah. law school. He's on the grind, just doing, just working yeah. and going to school to, to make his tuition. Yeah. And then it's the next day before he picks up Worm. That he walks in on that card game. Okay. With 
the professor and, and the all the justices. DAs, yeah, and the justices and all that the stuff. The justices. Yeah. And I love how he reads that. I love that scene. That scene is just awesome. Yeah, it's a good and scene. I love the the dean is so like, when he's like betting for him, he's like looking at him like, like dude, yeah, like, buddy. wait, are you sure? It's like $20? <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. And I like that guy too. Yeah, he, he's great. He's, he's he's got a great a great mannerisms, I guess, with uh-huh. his face or his facial expressions. And yeah, he was just a really good guy in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. And in that scene, it's great because you can see that parallel because like the the judges game is the kind of game I would play. Yes, I am not a card player like that, mm-hmm. and it's just it would just be for fun, mm-hmm. seriously. And just to get together to BS with people and, yep. and have a nice night. Yeah, yeah. But then you get a professional or an expert in mm. that thing yep. that walks in and it's it's breathtaking. Yeah. That and he's he so could humble just about call it. it like that. Yeah, and he's so humble about it. You know what I mean? And it's like I mean, when he was very confident in what he knew, mm-hmm. he wasn't humble about it. But in the end, then they were like, Oh, you know, join us. He's like, No, I'm not a card player, you know? And he's just like, No, because he's giving it up at that point. But he was so brilliant and he he did. He used what he knew to try to get ahead with what he was doing as far as trying to be a lawyer and getting I didn't what what did they call it? Uh uh, oh, um, it's um, clerking. Clerk, yeah, clerkship. Yes, it's right? clerking for a judge. Okay. So yeah, after he has this cool interaction with the justices, and he mm. impresses their little socks off for sure, and he makes that bargain, which kind of just gives him this little edge with yeah, yeah. that one judge. Yeah. And so then he goes home, and that's when we meet the girlfriend. Yes. And he's telling her about the day. He's so tired, yeah. this and that, and the other thing. And he kind of mentions this card game. She like, said, perks up. Well, she, well, first he goes, and I think I might have an in for my clerkship, is what he says. Yeah. And she's like, really? Do tell. How, you know, how do you get? Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, I went to go see the dean, and they were playing their poker game. And then that's when she perks up. She obviously poker? does not like poker. But he was like, well, you know, listen to me. And he's like, I, I read their hands. Like, I didn't play. You know, I was able to tell them all what they had without anything and so i impressed judge marinacci and and that's how i got in and you you know and that even tries to justify it he's like you're the one that told me to use my poker skills right. to do you know to in this law game you know and she's like well that's not what i meant you know and and so you can see that she really does not like the fact that he was even a little bit involved even though he didn't play right truly but he did play a little bit, but um, not really. Like but at yeah, that he wasn't point, he, he didn't do anything. But you can tell that this is a huge point of contention between them. Yes. He makes a comment at the game when they ask him to sit. He says, "No, I no. promised." I he's like, "I don't play anymore." Yeah, I don't play anymore. And then and then he mentions like before you even meet her something about a promise he made. Mm-hmm. And then you find out well, okay, he made this promise to her yes. that he's not going to play cards anymore. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then he's like, oh, hey, babe, can I borrow, can your, I borrow, can I borrow your wheels tomorrow? Can I borrow the Jeep? Hey, gotta, gotta pick go, up my friend. Gotta pick up Worm. And she's, she's like, like Worm? Worm. She's like, and he's like, it was just, you know, I didn't even play. And then she was like, no, it's just, I, I can't believe that you still know somebody named Worm. I mean. And he's like, he's like my brother. Like, yeah. you know, they did grow up together. That's and true. And one of the things that I, I kind of liked about this movie, too, was that you have these two different people mm-hmm. and they're really cut from the same cloth. And, and I'm talking about Worm and Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, but circumstance took them se- different ways. Yeah. You know, Worm gets, gets caught, doesn't rat against Mike. Right. And ends up going where he goes. And then you have Mike who's able to go into law school and still kind of grind out a little poker here and there and try to make his way. But like I said, really, they're cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. And then when when he goes and he picks up Worm, or when he goes out to pick up Worm, that's when you get introduced to him before they even get together. And he's in there playing a poker game, and he's playing against three black guys, and they're playing for cigarettes. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> their interaction with each other is pretty funny. It was. You know, and he's he's he obviously knows that he's getting released because Mike's 
on his way, but yet he's in there and he's not telling anybody anything. And I think if I was in that situation, I probably wouldn't say anything to anybody either because that's when people would probably want you to stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so he's in there playing and he's, he beats them of all their cigarettes. And right as he beats them, the guards like, you know, come on, you're You've less been processed. Less. What was his name? Less. Lester Murphy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so. Which actually like, I wish he went by Lester like, or Murphy or something. Or, yeah, like, it's, so, it's weird because uh, you never find out why he's called Worm. Mm -hmm. But anyway. <laughs> and they realize he's getting processed and he's going to leave and he's got all these cigarettes. And they're like, "You, dude, you're going to be able to buy as many smokes as you want. And he gives them some back. He gives them some charity. And then as that as he leaves, he throws all the cigarettes into the garbage can. Like all of them. Worm, uh, the character Worm, uh -huh. was supposed to smoke in this movie. But Edward Norton... He basically refused. And he had like said, a toothpick all the time. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I liked that when they were checking him out and they give him everything and he goes, um, I yeah. want, and, and he's like, something there's else. something else. And they <laughs> say freaking toothpick yeah, in a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> <laughs> but when he, he's walking out the door and that's when you hear the backstory for Worm mm -hmm. and, and how he basically took the fall for yeah. Mike. And as he's getting in the car, he just totally throws away the toothpick. Like yeah. it didn't, it didn't, it, he needed it for two minutes yeah. and that was it. And I just loved that. It was his, you know what I mean? Yeah. He got taken from him when they, when he walked in there and he wanted it back and he didn't and need it. You know what? You're right. That totally tells us something about Worm. Those two things yep. that when he, he earned those cigarettes, but yep. then he decides to throw them away yep. and he, that was his that toothpick. That was his. And he'll do with, he'll dispose of it when he, when he wants, wants to. to. Exactly. And as soon as we, we get in the car, Mike has to break it to Worm that there are some things that have changed in Mike's life since yeah. that Worm's been away. Yeah. He's like, uh, I've given it up. He's like, oh man, you know, let's get out there. Let's, let's, let's do our thing. You know, let's, let's, let's get, let's make some money. And he's like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. He's like, but I've been practicing all these cool. Yeah, and he's like, little, check this out. Check out my little skills he right the, here with the cards. The ace up the sleeve. I've, I've often thought about getting a tattoo like that, but I don't have a place to put it Not on anymore. my sleeves anymore. No. Nope. He was he was impressed by his moves. He's like, dude, like, he's like for real. Like, Worm's gotten really good mm -hmm. at these moves that he does, and so Mike coughs up a little bread to him and says he's gonna let him go ahead and do his thing. But he's not going to play. Yeah, he's not going to because play. he's made a promise. He's made a promise. This to me is a weak ass excuse that Mike keeps using through the whole film. OK, that takes away all personal responsibility. <laughs> and it it, it kind of started to annoy me immediately with okay. him where it was like, OK, but you clearly don't want to keep this promise. Yeah. And you keep saying, but I promise. Yeah. And it's like, but you don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of are putting it on her in this way that's like messed up. Mm -hmm. But it's the only way he can keep himself in line. For sure. And in that way, she's like collateral damage, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to drop you off and I'm just going to just gonna take off. He's, and, take and I love it because the best part of that scene to me mm -hmm. is when Worm gives him some shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, you know what though? And he, he ducks his head back and he's like, it was really good to see yeah, you, man. It was really good, it was to, see really you, good Mike. to see. It was really genuine. Yeah. It felt really good, right? <laughs> and and I was like, you, yeah, like yeah. you, I, you're doing the thing. <laughs> he, knew. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He knew. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. And so you know, Mike's taken off like, mm -hmm. like, oh man, I let my, I let my buddy drive down, like, down I the let road. My friend down, like, Burr. bust that U-turn. Sure does. He sure does. But then it's like he played him like a fiddle. Yeah perfectly he did and then i love the scene too as they're playing against these rich suburban privileged kids oh you God. know what i mean yeah and <laughs> they they jump right into it and they're like he says it he was like it was like natural like we just got right into it and he's like and worm played the best part of the loser and you see him and he's like you know, holding his I head, know, doing yeah. the, the puff cheeks blow out, like yep. the talking shit is he's walking out of the room and the guy who doesn't realize he's been getting played the all night is like, come back anytime. Your money's always good here, yeah. you know? And they took him for like seven, because I, I figured out the girl got 300 bucks. She gets her 25%. Yeah. And 
and, and they play it all so well. Actually, in that scene, I thought it was really cool because when he's talking about how there's no risk, mm-hmm. and obviously because these guys are clueless. Yeah. And the little tricks that he was doing mm-hmm. that any, you know, if you tried that anywhere else, it would you immediately get thrown out. Yeah. But I don't know any of that crap. Well, see, like, it's amazing. I think in places like that or those kind of games, are the only ones where you're the dealer, you know, if you go to yeah, Vegas, right? yeah. there's a dealer. Right. You go to any card room, typically there's a dealer. But I think it's these smaller games or like a place like, you know, KGB. You know that they switch each each hand a different person deals. You know. Yeah, I think what was kind of cool to me about it was it it was this layer that showed me their established relationship because it's something that you have to have so much time to do that. It was probably a very young man's thing that they learned and mm-hmm. and developed young. Very sure. You could tell how much fun they were having. Yeah, no doubt. They and really even were. though it's it's somebody else's expense yeah but yeah. we but i think that as viewers were set up with with that like you said the first line is if you can't tell that you're that the sucker at the table you're the sucker and i feel like that's mike's thing that he kind of vacillates when he's he's talking about shearing sheep and he says you can shear a sheep multiple times but as soon as you skin it you can't you can only do that once yeah and he he looks at that as the big difference between he and worm but he also doesn't seem to have a problem with ripping off the sucker no, not at all and i don't think he has a problem with it but i think ideally he would like to just beat them straight up that's 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 his thought process but i don't think he obviously he works with with worm and he knows that worm is dealing in the cards that he wants to get because worm is that good but so he doesn't have a problem with it but ideally i think he would rather beat them straight up using his skill to beat them because oh yeah that's his whole thing in the end when it comes down to it sure yeah so so they have a great night. They make a little bit of walking around money. Mm-hmm. And Worms just want he just wants to keep it going. Yeah. And he's like, Come on, come on, come on. He's like, No, I gotta get I gotta get back to, you know, she's gonna I'm I'm freaking toast. Like he's she's like, gonna be so pissed at me. She may be moved out already. Yeah, you know, like, like her, no, she goes, she may have changed the locks. Yeah. Yes. And and he's like, just you know, get me set up. Yeah. Just get me set up and then it's cool. So he yeah. takes him into this card shop that he knows and we meet Petra. Mm-hmm. I think she just works there. I don't think she's I don't think it's her game. No, no, I think she's just an employee there, yeah. but she's a player, yes. obviously. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think she's just an employee there. And they come in to see what the action is, and and Mike basically extends his credit he does. to Worm. And Two I, grand. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't say it was that that was okay, but that's what what Worm yeah, asked he, for. That was one of the other things I found really interesting. Was it? It seems like you know the history between them, and also this sacrifice yes. that worm made yes that it was never spoken like hey you owe me mm-hmm. but it's an unspoken you owe yes. me yeah and but there doesn't seem to be any hard limits on what that what the parameters of that yeah, are yeah. or where well, the limit is what's funny is like he says give me two grand and petra's response is on the finger yeah and she's he's like you heard mike like he says i'm good for it yeah he's like honey i'm gonna triple that in, in like three hours and yeah, so two grand right off the bat. Right away. Yeah. Mike does not seem concerned about this. Not at this. all. And he's like, okay, off to lawyer life. And but he I, leaves. I, he looked at the, the table and the people that were at the table he wasn't worried about. I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he knew what Worm was going to do because Worm was going to get his hands on those cards. And anytime Worm got his hand on the cards, he was going to do what he was going to do. And so I think he looked at that table and he wasn't worried about those people at that table. He knew that Worm would be able to get money from them and go about it and probably not have any issues. Yeah. And then Mike goes about his day. He goes back to the apartment and he's already late. Yeah. I just feel like as soon as Worm's back in, he is late for everything. Like life is not gonna happen the yeah, way yeah. it was happening before and she starts talking shit the minute so reunion went a little long huh <laughs> <Yeah>. like right <laughs> away <laughs> and he's like oh yeah you know no big deal yeah. and completely lies to her yeah he's like i'm just gonna take a shower yeah this is the second moment where i i've come to realize that joe his girlfriend mm-hmm. and worm his best friend know him better than he knows himself for sure Although it may seem deceptive on her end, it's like she just knows him yeah. and knows that he's lying. And yeah. 
is actually sad when she confirms that he's lying when she yeah. digs through his pockets and you know <laughs> when you dig through somebody's pockets you may find stuff you're you gonna don't find the answers that see. you're looking for <laughs> and she does and she's pissed and yeah. she leaves. leaves the money she leaves the money up on the thing so that he knows that she know and i don't think he even noticed like i yeah. swear because oh. when he shows up to the meeting he doesn't say it's no. like nothing yeah He's just like, oh, hey, like, yeah. oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> and he's not even there for like two minutes. Yeah. Before, before Kanish walks up. Yeah. Oh, hey, going to have to talk to you. And like yeah. all of a sudden it's like like these like hush, hush, hey, hey. Like all of a sudden it's like yeah. Mike's like on demand, yeah. you know, like Mike's late for everything. Yeah. Everyone's pulling away from stuff. Mm -hmm. And what is it? Kanish comes up and tells him that, you know, worms over there ruining your reputation, you know, and he's like. He's like, but but he says, but don't worry about it. You know, I, I, you know, I think everything's cool. But you know, if he's there when the two Russian mob guys are there, then you know it's gonna be bad. And when he says that, Mike's gone. Mike's left the school and yep. the library, and he's over there to get to get Worm out of there. And by the time he gets there, he's there at the table with the Russian mob guys. And that's when you show they show him again. And I I love how worm is unbothered by i think anything and maybe jail will do that to you like he was obviously unafraid like like the two dudes are speaking in russian and he's like hey english only he's like no speaking sputnik and just talking shit like the whole time and uh when mike shows up and he's like those two fake Versace wearing dudes in there, like the shirts, and he's just so unfazed by anybody, you know, and um, I guess that kind of makes him a good poker player too, you know, like just being like that. But Mike has to come over and try to set him straight, but it's to nothing, it's to no avail. Right. You know, Worm, Worm doesn't even hear it. And I think that even Kanish said, I tried to talk to him, but he just sees right through me. And that's kind of what he does. Even though Mike's being genuine with him, like, dude, you need to go back in there. You need to, you know, lose it back to him. Just, you know, get a bad streak of cards. Worm just sees right through him. It doesn't, doesn't even phase him. One of the cool things about Worm's character is that he is who he is. He knows mm -hmm. who he is. Yep. He makes no apologies nope. for it. And it's everyone else that has a problem with it. Yep. I love the consistency of it. He's reckless. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, he's a huge liability. Oh, hell yeah. But... But you can't be surprised. No. You you know what you're getting here. Yeah. And and it's great because when he's standing there and he's like, he's looking, he's like, what if I see a guy that I'm yeah. gonna can take money off of, I'm, I'm gonna, doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. Like I'm gonna get it. Are you confused? Yeah. Because I'm not confused. <laughs> this is what I've always done. Yeah. And actually to that point, like I, I actually think he was always like that mm -hmm. before prison. I yeah. think that maybe prison he survives prison better because of it. Yes. So I actually thought it was almost kind of funny or kind of silly that, that that anyone would even try to stop him. I think that's what Kanish came to. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, no, let's just create a cup of coffee. Yeah. It's Mike who's like, ah! yeah. like he's like, no. <laughs> and he takes off. Yeah. Which I get because, you know, our, all of that being said, you still want to try to make sure that your friend doesn't completely self-destruct sure. with dragging you down with them for on sure. your credit. For sure. Yeah. And so Worm ends up getting like 10 grand. Like that's a lot of bread to be sitting for a few hours, you know? I know. And then he goes up and she's like, okay, so take the two grand back. You get the meat. That's eight grand. He's like, no, why don't we just take it all? And she's she explains to him the the points on the big, and he's like, yeah, you heard it. Just let's let's let it ride. Which I think again, it was like you say, it was that unspoken, like I didn't snitch on Mike, and I did, you know, a year and a half in prison. Like it's it's good, everything's okay. And I still I didn't like it though, yeah. you know. It, it, again, even with all the transparency of who Worm is, I still really didn't like that because no. she said the juice starts. Yeah. I don't know. It 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 didn't feel like malice, mm -hmm. but it didn't feel like I just didn't, like I big don't view think, giving a crap about Mike. I, yeah, I just think that he didn't think that he could lose. You know what I mean? Like basically, he oh, felt I like see, yeah. you know what I mean. He felt yeah. like he would be able to put that money back, and totally. it wasn't a big deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, circumstance is circumstance, right? And you never know how it's gonna go. And so 
the next scene is is he's at the strip club. Yes. And he's relaxing after after a hard day's work of of making $10,000. $10,000. <laughs> this is when we meet um grandma. Grandma. And what a weird what a weird name. Yeah. To have when you're supposed to be scary, yeah, you yeah. know, like grandma? Yeah. Like like my grandma? But not it's not it's no it's like, not yeah. it's grandma, grandma. But, it, but it's it it's close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he's a tough guy though. You know, yeah. and he's you know, and and at first Worm sees him and I guess maybe in the past that they 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 show or talk about how they worked together in the past. And Worm was like, Hey, you know, give me a week or two and I'll put you back on the books. And grandma's like, Nah. I'm out on my own now, you know. He's like, man, you know, I used to, I used to do good by. He's like, no, I was your lackey. Like yeah. that's all I was. And he's like, then he explains to him how he bought up all his debt, all of his Which money. Which is like so crazy. That it's, whole it's a world thing. is so. I know it's yeah. so weird to me. Yeah. He finds out that well, you know, you owed ten. It mm-hmm. went up to fifteen because of the juice, and yeah. now you owe me twenty five. Yeah, which is like, damn, super math. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And he never admits to that. What do you mean? It's like so he goes back and he tells. He's you mean like, Worm doesn't? Yeah, admit? he doesn't yeah. admit like oh, he doesn't, to Mike. No, no, that he's 25. never on the level with. He him. always brings it down to fifteen. Yeah, because at first it's ten, and yeah. then he says, "But I don't know exactly because the the juice." Oh, and then he takes the tin from him. Yeah, he takes the ten from him after yeah. smacking him around a little bit, and mm-hmm. he also finds out that he that um, Grandma's been he's backed by KGB. Yes, another really key detail that Worm holds on to for a while. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, after. So because Mike's day gets derailed by yeah. Worm's situation, so then Mike feels like he needs to go apologize to Abe. Yes. And they have this really interesting conversation. It's what this whole movie really is. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the talk about the rabbi? Yeah. Yes. And so how Abe was a natural. Mm-hmm. And he, his family, that's all they, they wanted him to be was a yeah. rabbi. And yeah. he just, he wasn't feeling it. It's not what he wanted to do. He said he never saw God. No. Never and, believed like that. And so... He pursued something else and it broke his family's heart. Mm-hmm. And and he asked him, what was it like making that choice? And he said, it wasn't a choice. What yeah. choice? He said, what yeah. choice? What because choice? He, he, he literally couldn't do it. He had to do something else. And it's exactly where Mike's at. Mm-hmm. Is it Mike, you're you're trying to be this law student to pursue this this whole thing that's just not, not you. you. Not you and, and the And Abe's kind of, he's like, I already know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you're just not there yet. Yeah. He goes back to his apartment and there's beat up worm. Yeah. All bloody face. He's like, where you been, man? Make me wait outside. Ran into grandma. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, well, what's the big deal? And then he's like, oh, well, you know, grandma's like, he bought up my debt. Now he's an independent. And 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 Mike warns me, he's like, well, I'm going to take you upstairs, but kind of rough with the girlfriend right now. So yeah. just be cool, he's like, you know, just chill he's out. He's like, bring it down. And I love Worm's response. Bring down what, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that. that. That worm. The thing you do. <laughs> that right there. Yeah. It's a great example. <laughs> and when they get up there, it becomes really clear that, that she's gone. Mm-hmm. She has packed her things and she is out. And the reactions of the two men are really interesting Mm -hmm. because Worm immediately just piles onto her and he's like, you know, and women in general. And it's like, this is what women do. And they're just the rake and da 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 da. He's coming up with sayings that have no. And Mike's actually really upset. He's like, actually, she did the right. She's like, she did what any good poker player would do get out when the hand is bad. You know, and and I felt like this is a very revealing statement by Mike. Okay. Because I think that it's another example of something that we all have a tendency to do. And mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm moving out of fiction and into reality <laughs> for a second. And that is that the mark of success can sometimes be dictated to you by outside sources, mm-hmm. and it may not be your mark of success. Yep. It may not be the thing that makes your heart sing with joy for sure but you try to do it anyway because it's the right thing to do or because you love them or, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. and i think that for mike he wanted that life 
that Joe kind of represents in mm-hmm. the direction and the stability and all of those things, but he is not that guy. No, and he was smart enough for it, but it wasn't right. It yeah. wasn't him. Yeah. No, it's not him. But I think that when Worm, it was just an interesting moment because when Worm is kind of degrading her, he's silently, he's very quietly, kind of inwardly to himself, like, no, she's a good person. Yeah. Like this isn't really about her. Yeah. This is. He hasn't quite realized that it's like, yeah, because you're li- you're the one living the falsehood for sure, not her. Yeah, and they they that's one of the things they set up in the movies. They kind of make it seem like she's the jerk, but she's it's not. she's not. She's it's not. kind of him. He lies to her, and he's yeah. not fully honest. <laughs> like I mean, saying the same thing. You know, he's not fully honest with her throughout the whole thing, and so. Yeah, it's it seems like she's the jerk, but she's not. You know, she's right, just and it's being also honest. like it. It, it is in the best interest of everyone. I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting because it, in that friend sense. For sure. Where if you broke up with somebody, it's like your friend's going to be like, yeah, screw them. Yeah. You know, like they suck. Yeah, of Even course. Because it may not be true mm-hmm. and everyone knows it takes two to tango, mm-hmm. but like it's because you defend your friend. And of you're course on your, you would. You have their back. Of like course. you're on their side. Even if it's irrational, <laughs> we've all done it. You of know? course we have. And so I, I liked that kind of play and it's that one step closer of mike realizing what he needs to realize about himself Mm -hmm. that other everyone else seems to know but him yeah yeah and so what was so funny though is in that moment when she's made the right decision that he couldn't make for himself yes it frees him to to do do what he wants to do that's it and where do we go (laughs) they go on a poker tear and they, they get the their Taj. they get their money together and they go to the Taj. And it's again, it's that you say, like you said in the beginning, it's it's like a little small community where they're at and they show up at the Taj and it's everybody they know like, at what? the table. Like, <laughs> and I love there's a one of them says, you know, if we wanted to take each other's money, you know, we could have stayed home. Yeah. Like, and here we are. And so they all sit down and even Kanish comes and says he came up to make some money, but he'll sit down with them for a little while and they have their back and forths, all of them, they're playing. And one of them even says, he's like, I love this. You know, when we're all here playing poker, talking shit, like this is what I love. You know, this is what I love to do with you guys. Yeah. And then Worm walks up. Right. <laughs> and I don't think that, I, I think this is when it really sets in for me that Worm's never been a part of this group, this in particular. They know group him. Of pe- yeah. Yeah. But it's almost like as soon as he shows up, they're like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't, he doesn't play by the code. Yeah. You know, and I, and, and I get that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like that. Okay. You know, like where it's like, no, I don't want to play with you if you're going to cheat. Yeah. I'm not interested. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know how you feel. I'm yeah. that same way too. Yeah. So, um, and he sits down immediately, just like grabs up grabs on Mike's chips. Grabs out of Mike's hand, out of his deck. No, no ask, no nothing. <laughs> and the lady is like, no, the dealer. No. She's like, sir, you cannot take chips from another player. And he's like, listen, you know, we all know each other. It's all cool. Nobody's going to say anything. And she's like, nah, can't do it, man. Can't do it. And it's so great because he can't. He cannot fight her anymore no, on that. Like, he cannot. conversation over. It's over. Yeah. Everyone else, he could keep going, right? Yeah, yeah. Run and run and run until they until he can wear until him down. Until they would have gone down yeah. and they would have. Yeah, but um, not but her. She's like, no. And then he's like, he offers, he goes, I, get comped. I got comped at the noodle bar. <laughs> and I love Kanish says, wait for you to give a free meal away. Like, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and this is, when they're having noodles, we get another little, oh, detail from worm that maybe wasn't quite explicit before mm-hmm. which is that um oh that debt yeah it's it's um it's 15 yeah and oh, mike's 15. like what 15 i could have i could have like, paid, paid that like yeah wouldn't, and he's like no 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 i wouldn't want you paying my debt da, da, da. which to me i'm like are you sure yeah because it, it kind of seems like, seems like, like yeah. you're <laughs> totally cool with him paying your debt <laughs> so that's weird that you'd say that right yeah. now Oh my gosh, like that's, this is ridiculous. And I would have probably had the same kind of reaction as Mike. Like, really? (laughs) Now there's an additional $5,000 that is owed that is unnecessarily owed. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. But he never, he never calls him an idiot. No, he doesn't. He's just like, let's figure it out. It's a good friend right there, man. Dude. So 
we're still on the the magical mystery tour of of, of getting money, getting that money, getting that money. So and they, now that he knows, it's fifteen. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, they pull their money together and they they just go out and and worms already you know mm, we can't do it. Yeah, it's impossible. We don't have we don't even have a bankroll. Yeah, like nah, nah, nah. and then and Mike's like, I can do this. Yeah. I'm going to do it straight. I'm going to yeah. do it my way, but yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Like, we got 1200 bucks. Start telling me games. And they start racking them up. They do. And they started off good. They started off making some money. It was probably my favorite montage of the of the entire film hmm. was this montage where you see him playing all the different games. And actually, I felt like I felt like Mike was a little more brash or a little a little looser because mm-hmm. he's not playing with that first level that we saw. For sure. Like the KGB. Yeah. So he's he's kind of wisecracking people, you know. Oh, yeah. He's kind of like giving them a hard time. And I, I think it all kind of culminated for me when he's, it, they're like, he's playing with these two people and they're talking about their cigars. Yeah. And it's like my, my oiled my something, Cameroon, something. Yeah. My Cameroon wrapper. Like, it's got a nice nutty finish. He's got his little freaking cognac. And he's like doing this and that. And then and then he's like, I have a wheel, which is a blah, 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 blah. With a nice nutty finish. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. That was dope. And they get, so at that point when they, it's been 64 hours. He's been drinking coffee and, oh, can you even imagine? I can't imagine. Not even a little bit. And that's when um, Worm tells him about this other game he knows about where there's these municipal municipal workers yes. that get their checks and they go play poker. I was thinking when, they, when, they, when he said municipal, I was thinking like bus drivers or like, right, you know, yeah. those kind of people. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and so when he pulls up and it's all cop cars, <laughs> but it's not even, there's state police. Like you could see it on the cars and he's like, dude, they're not, they're not city workers. They're state workers. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's all the same. He's like, how am I even supposed to get in there? And he's like, I told you I lost you know, money to the guards this whole time. And all you got to go into is ask for, you know, such and such and, you know, tell them. That they told you about this game and you'll be in there. And of course, Worm wants to do it his way. And he wants to go in with him. And he's like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this my way. You know, come back in eight hours, basically. Yeah. And everything seems to be fine. It gets yeah. in just fine. And and it, it we do a little time lapse. And it seems like Mike's actually doing he's quite doing well. Really well. He's yeah, doing nice really, stack. really well. Yeah. And, uh, and he's... he's <laughs> He's got his back to the, the the entry of the building, and he plays it off. But he hears Worm's yep. voice, and he plays it off so well. But he's just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and it it's so annoying. Yeah, it's just it's so frustrating yeah. that when you see a character, if you've ever met anyone even close to a character like Worm, yep. where you're like, "Dude, you just can't." You yeah. just can't get anything good going for yourself, yeah. can you? Like, you really have to screw it up every time, every don't time. you? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, it's so disappointing because it, Mike can't do anything about it. It's no. not like he can just pick up his chips and leave. No, he can't. And he can't. He has to. He it, And I think that that's that other weird thing that, that Worm does is it's like, he comes off like, what's the big deal? But it's like, you know you're leveraging me. Yeah. You know that you're applying a pressure that's unnecessary yeah. when I'm trying to help you. Yeah. And it's really kind of fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, yep. And then Mike tries to be smart about it. He folds a few hands that he could have won. And there's the cop that catches Worm. And even before Worm shows up, you see him and he's really attentive. Okay. You see, like, there's a scene where he's playing Mike, like, the, and it's before Worm gets there. And you can see that he really just watches the cards. And so when you know that scene is coming where Worm is doing his thing, and you see the cop, he's paying so much attention to Worm. And he knows what Worm's doing, and he figures it out. Yeah. And that scene is just so intense when he just, it all is. of a sudden, just grabs his wrist, and he's like, hold on. You know, he grabs and Worm tries to play his way, and he's like, "What are you? What are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what. What does that mean? Like, he knows what it means. Yeah. Like, and he's trying to play his way out of it. And there's no way out. There's no way out. And it's just, it's so, it, it's that cockiness, you know. Yeah. It where 
you know, some people think that's confidence. Yeah. And it's, it's not. not. It's not. <laughs> it's not it. No, no. And it's it's just because then again, though, it's know who he is like worm. He, his reaction to it. And every bad thing that yeah. happens to him is always the same. He's like, well, this is who I am. Yeah, it's like, cause like, like oh, what so it? what are you gonna, you're, you're supposed to arrest us, right? Read us our rights? Like, <laughs> it's no. him fessing. They're like, nah, buddy. And I feel like Mike took the bigger beating. He did. Although when um, Mike gets thrown out, Worm's already out there. Yeah. And he's knocked the fuck out. He is. So I think Worm took what he took and then Mike was just maybe tougher and, or maybe like the placement of his injuries, because his his like his face looked so much more battered. I yeah. think that it just was aesthetic. Like maybe they took the same beating. Yeah. Mike's so pissed. Yeah. And exasperated mm-hmm. and exhausted. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And Worm's reaction is like, I think I got three hundred bucks in my boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, we like, just got our asses it. kicked by a bunch of cops. Like, are you kidding me right now? Three hundred dollars. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the best conversation happens mm. in this fight. Yes. And that's when Worm points out what my issue with Mike is. Yeah. And that is why is it actually that if you do something, it's above it's, board and it's right. It's okay. But if, if anybody do else it. does it, especially him, if I do it a different way or the same thing and it yeah. looks different to you, it's wrong. Yeah. You're a hypocrite. Yeah. And screw you. Yeah. And he's right. Because Mike does kind of like have a perception of things where he justifies it in his mind in a different way and mm-hmm. to to have a separation from from to look down on Worm in this sure. way. It's not true. No. That's why I said they're cut from the same cloth. They yeah. really are. Yeah. And it leads to them parting ways. Yep. Because, you know, Mike is resolute. He's not going to run. He's not going to live his life that way. I totally get that. Worm's on the run. And he's like, this is me and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think he's probably right. But if he he had just taken off and waited for things to cool down and came back and paid off his debt, he probably would have taken another beating. Sure. But he can't go away too long because, again, it's the juices running the whole time. True. So, like, yeah, he would have had to go away and never come back. That would have been the, the deal for him. And yeah. That, I think, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way he would have been able to come back and pay that off. Yeah. Yeah. So when Mike goes back to the city, this sequence of events I also thought was really interesting because mm-hmm. Mike being pressed against the wall in this way, mm-hmm. and he comes off almost like an addict not 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 as intense he's broken and it's yeah has he's reached rock bottom so i think that you you've put it in a really good perspective as an addict for real um because he's broken and he's reached rock bottom um he goes to kanish first and that's what yeah yeah because he sees it he's like he's like he's like what can i give you 500 bucks a grand you know and he's like no man i need 15 and he's just like, yo, he's like, I can't give you 15 grand, man. He's like, if you needed 500 bucks or a thousand, he's like, I can't even give you two grand because I'm, I'm just losing it at that point. Like, I'm he not going to get waste. that back. It's a waste. And he's like, so the best thing I can do is pretty much tell you, hey, I got, I, I can give you the truck if you need it, but I got to wash my hands of you at this and point. And this is the point where I'm like, that's a good friend. Yeah. Because he... You can't let somebody keep doing shit like Not that. like that. To your own detriment. Because which is what Mike worm. did with Worm. Yep. And then he's going around trying to get people, like now he's Worm. Yep. And he's trying to get people to be Mike. And it's like, no. Yeah. It would have just, it, it could it could snowball. Because mm-hmm. if he was on a down, right? Yep. And he is getting cold cards. Yep. That 15 grand could be gone. Now you're 30 deep. Yeah. And it's funny because then he tells Kanish the story about... Uh, Jimmy Choo or whatever the guy's oh. name, the professional. And it, the story seemed bullshit. It did. It really did. Like, it was just, and he was like, Johnny was the guy's name, Johnny Chan. Yeah. And Kanisha's like, oh, you took down Johnny Chan. Wow, you know? Yeah. I th- I agree. I felt like it was BS. Yeah. So then he's like, shit, where do I go? And he yeah. goes to Abe. He does. That's when it really felt like, oh, dude, yeah. because... There's something, you know, Matt Damon, you did a great job, especially in this scene where 
there's something in his eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a level of desperation. Yeah, no he doubt. knows what is at stake here. Mm-hmm. And he also knows what he's asking this man to do. And the, but the, I think the man knows and like he told him his story. He's like, and I hope, you know, you're not doing this because of the story I told you. And he's like, he knew like this is what he's this is what he does. This is his thing. You know what I mean? That's his his poker was his unique ability. Mm -hmm. And the guy knew it. Abe knew it. Abe was like, this is you. This is what you're going to do. This is where you're going to find your greatness if you're going to find it. Right. And yeah, he goes to him and he he basically puts his everything on the table. All his cards on the table is a good good way to to look at it. And um you know, Abe tells him, he's like, man, he's like, I'm not a rich man. You know, I don't I don't know that I could I don't think I could get you fifteen thousand dollars. You know, and I think at that point there's a a, a a second where Mike is ready to give up. And then Abe cuts him off really quickly. He's like, But if it has to be tonight, ten. Yeah. You know, and writes him a check for it and So crazy. Yeah. It, it, and then it and it does it. It still kind of feels like, oh gosh, where is this going? Because yeah. when he's getting the check cash and the money counted yeah. out, and his eyes are glazed over, and yeah. it just kind of feels like, oh god, where is this going? Yeah. And you see him go back in, and and I, 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 I that sequence goes well it because does. I think that they want you to feel like he feels. Mm-hmm. You know that you should feel a little queasy For sure. at this moment, and and that's exactly what he says. If mm-hmm. I feel like I want to throw up when I walk down yeah. here. Last time I was in here, I lost thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand ducks, yeah. Bucks. <laughs> and, he, and he walks in, and like, it's so funny. Like this casual, like knock on the little knock on the steel shelf right there, and KGB's like, Meh? yeah. Oh, hey, I get my money. Hey, you got my money. Cool. He's like, well, actually, it's still my money, and he's like, yes, for another eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay you sure you want to he's you like i'm do this okay there's no game going there's on nothing. he's like i'm looking for a game and he yeah. said okay how about this yeah we both put up 10 grand yeah and we play until somebody till, has till all no, the chips somebody has all the money yeah and he's like, like okay. cool yeah. let's do that so they do it and uh mike sees his tell you know what I am shocked that no one noticed that before. I didn't. And, and it's funny, as many times as I had seen this movie, I don't know if I just glazed over that part. I think you're supposed to. Yeah. But I think yeah, all the years I just kind of glazed over that part. And this year, for some reason, I saw it. Like yep. in this time that the first time that I watched it, which is right before I gave the movie to you. Yeah. He sees his tell because then the first time he does it, he listens yes when he cracks the oreo and so the second time he just cracked it in front yep it's because he didn't have that strong hand yep and he sees it right away when he sees it and he just knows at that point he's like i got him i got him i got him i actually think what was so cool about that too was that that was it when he realizes his tell it's in the second round Mm mm-hmm you know, because he could have walked, yeah, and he could have walked clear yep. with and and with half of his debt paid off yep. to the and to I love, Abe. I love that scene because uh, Teddy KGB is like, "It's yeah, it's okay, you know, I'm, I'm paying you with your money." I know. He's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, oh, you know, remember last time when I, you know, stick it in you, and he's like doing the pumping I motions know. and the mouth motions and stuff like that, and it was it was it was just enough to. Because he tried, he's like, I got my five grand, I'm going to walk away. He's like, I'm halfway to paying Abe back. Like, he couldn't walk away from it after that, though. It was no. like pride. It was like, no, I, you can't. And I also, I would I would, I would, would bargain that Mike's also probably feeling pretty good that yeah. he just got to that level. Yes. I mean, he's just doubled his money. He's at 20 grand. Mm-hmm. Maybe in some change. Yeah. And so, yeah, he sits back down. Yeah, he does. He's like, he okay, comes right fine. back, and he's like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's go ahead and do that then. Yep. And we don't see it happen, but we have to assume, because Mike says at the beginning of that game, he says, feel free to, you know, get more money. Yeah, re-up. If you, yeah, re-up if, if, if you want, or if yeah. you need to. Yeah, yeah. That must have happened, because the deal at the beginning is double, double the 20, mm-hmm. which would have made it 40. Yeah. So, um, because yeah, he ends up walking 60, with like 60, yeah, over 60. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, when he sees the tell, 
now he's even given Teddy KGB a gift because yeah. now you, you know, like now you can know to not have that talent yeah. anymore. And yeah, yeah. And so I love how he he does that. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna fold this monster hand. Oh, I know. And he throws the cards down face down so he can see what he folded. Mm-hmm. And Teddy KGB just takes it personal, like super personal. Like that should have faith me off. Like why would you fold that? Like blah, 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 you know. And I just it was perfect. It really was. It was like oh that feeling. Like he's like that point mike was like i got you oh yeah because now i think that i think that just the whole from the first hand he had him mm. oh yeah as he even said like at that point he's like i just took a big leg and yep. now i just have to press yep. and just leverage him he and knocks over mm-hmm, and and he totally does that yep. and it was really really great to see how far kgb actually disintegrates in his composure oh yeah because the stuff that he's doing in that last hand where he's like sprinkling the chips like yes. that is like Splashing super obnoxious and, and, I, and no one does that. Like, no, and I, but that's what I love. There's one point. It was before he'd gotten to that point, he'd splash the pot just a little. And Mike is like, OK, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, don't splash the pot. Yeah. And he's like, I'll splash the he's pot. like, in my club, I splash the pot whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> And so he just, he doesn't see it. It's no. the complete reversal from the first scene, you know. You could, Fully. Except, except KGB's unhinged at this point it, mm-hmm. for, for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like in, in a poker sense. For sure. And, you know, Mike wasn't like that. No. But, but he is. He's, he's so not okay. No. And when he realizes that he didn't see that coming. Yeah. He's so pissed. But then. I love it that it's like this man who's so powerful who has mob connections. Oh yeah, like I, I actually in that sense when you say that there was the scene where he gets beat by or Mike throws down that card and and folds the hand and he throws his cookies uh-huh. and he throws them towards Grammar who's yeah. literally a badass like kicking people's asses to get his money like is not afraid. Teddy KGB is probably the only person that could have done that in that room. They could right. have thrown those cookies there and yeah. then not get Grammar's reaction in a negative way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's completely lost his composure at this point. It seems to be that in his club, like, you know, he's never going to lose. Yeah. And when the two, like, kind of cronies get up to beat Mike up and he he's stops like, him, he's like, no. He said, he beat, beat me, me straight up. Straight up, up. yeah. And there was no, there was no denying nope. that. And he's like, check, 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 yeah. check, 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 he's all like, night, check, 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 check. You, you tricked me. And he was pissed. He knew it at that point. He played him. And but he can only. He's speaking from a place of knowledge. That yeah. How many times he's done that yes. to other people? No and doubt so about the it. fact that it's happened to him, it's just oh, it just really it's, gets him. Yeah, and, he's like paid but the, at the man same time. Mind me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and grammar's pissed. Grammar, I think, wanted to kick his ass. Okay. Want- I did. I thought I was like annoyed. I'm like, what are you so pissed yeah. about, you big baby? <laughs> You're gonna like, get your money right now. You're gonna yeah. get 15 grand. Like, and like, here's one thing I wanted to ask you. So I was reading that that what we were supposed to feel in that scene mm-hmm. was that Mike was gonna die, and well, I was that's like, that's what I figured. Okay, so then he's hella pissed that he doesn't get, get to, to kill, kill somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like throwing stuff over. Like, dude, you're about to get 15 large. Are you kidding me right now? He's you should be stoked. He's throwing a tantrum. Yeah. He wanted to kill him. I just. Okay, but whatever. Yeah. And and it's great. It's a really great victory moment. And again, Mike doesn't seem concerned like he's not going to get out of there no. safe, no. which was also interesting. And he beat him straight up. I think he knew that. I think he took a lot of pride in that. Well, I would hope that that is a, a code within this world that would be upheld. And maybe, yes. maybe that's what that is. <laughs> is that even, you know, you beat me fair and square. There is no. There's no retaliation yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah. So he he wins and, and he is waiting to see his ex-girlfriend. Flush with cash. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, and they have a cute little interaction. Yeah. And yeah, call me. If you, you ever need, need a, a lawyer. lawyer. He's like, I will. 
and, and I, I will. will. <laughs> and it's great because as he says, um, you know, he he won over sixty. He pays off all the debt, pretty yep. much squared with Worm. So yep. that whole thing's done. Yep. And he was able to pay out the other debt with Petra. Yep. And pay back Abe. Yep. And still has still the thirty. Three stacks of high, high society. society. And he's heading to Vegas. And is he going to win the pot? That's the big question. What yeah. do you think? What's the over-under? What do you think? I, I think the over's. I think he's good. You know, he's a smart guy, and and he knows the game. I, you know, they, I think the insinuation is that he, he won, that he went out there and made his fortune. That's the insinuation. What do you think? I think that's what they want me to think, yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm all in favor of people doing their thing that you know happen, yeah. yeah like like the thing that makes your fucking heart sing like I, sure. I really think you should be doing that of course the caveat is except for like murder and you know the, yeah. th- the big the big three of course you know we don't do i don't care what don't your heart that. says yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that <laughs> and don't ever use that as an excuse or justification my for why you did i need to strangle that lady <laughs> No, <laughs> no, that's wrong. Your shit is wrong. <laughs> Your shit's fucked up. Yeah, don't do it. I'm talking about like you know productive things, <laughs> that, you know, or like the things that could only harm you yes. and not other people. Yes, like, whatever. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't tell me early on, and then you were you were talking about how you made your choices. I did. And I've been thinking about it. I always there were so many times when you'd talk about it, I'd be like, "Well, what is it?" I know. But I wanted to hold off. I know. I held off. I was good. Kay. Tell me. We're tell gonna me. do. We're gonna do our first Keanu Reeves movie. Okay, which one? Point Break. Nice. So excited. Love it. I, I think love I this might movie. have it. Also, our first Swayze movie. So yeah, like... Swayze. Man. Roadhouse. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. It'll be good. It will be. Well, thank oh. you everybody for listening. We appreciate you as always. Download, subscribe, listen, tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell another tell a friend. friend. Yeah, that's you awesome. Know, write us. Yeah. Come check us out on our Instagram at Real Nostalgic. Um, also realnostalgic.com yeah. on Twitter on not Twitter We're not <laughs> I tweeting, yeah. we'll take Twitter away from that but on Stitcher <laughs> on iTunes on Apple Podcasts make and sure you Google check Play. us out yeah we're everywhere yeah follow us on Instagram at realnostalgic alright you guys thank you again for downloading we hope you liked it Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me Terrence McHenry Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.